A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. What do you do when you're not allowed to make decisions? You maliciously comply. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, don't make your tenants do your job for you. It can and will backfire on you. Hello, I love the idea of malicious compliance, but up until recently I never thought I'd have a good story to tell. After the last few weeks, my friends and I have had, y'all might want to buckle up and grab a snack before reading through this, names have been changed. Some important backstory, I, 27-year-old female, live in an apartment complex that has recently, as of June 2023, been bought by a new management company. My best friends, Cole, 30-year-old male, and Phoebe, 29-year-old female, also live in the complex on the other side. Over the course of the new management's reign, they disabled the resident and rent payment portals we were all using and swapped us over to new portals. I don't know what exactly happened, but it took over a month to get the new portals working, which was a nightmare, but I digress. On August 2nd, I went to pay my rent through the new payment portal. As I always do, I checked the breakdown of what my utilities were. Usually this is water, trash, sewer, cam fees, and the tech package the complex includes, since we're charged based on usage. I've been in the apartment I'm in now since September of 2022, and prior to this I lived in the complex in two other units for a combined time of around three years. Needless to say, I'm very familiar with what my utilities should look like in this complex, specifically the water bill. Much to my surprise and confusion, my water bill was $91. Usually it's around $30 to $40. I understand increases happen, but usually I see them towards the beginning of the year. And it's never this much of an increase. Immediately I emailed the front office to kindly ask what the freak was going on. The front office's assistant manager told me that it was the water district that made the increase and that the complex had nothing to do with it and that they weren't able to do anything about it. It was a very don't shoot the messenger type response. This didn't sit right with me so I called my friends who live on the other side of the complex to see if they had seen a similar increase. After they checked their bill breakdown, they let me know that their water bill was double what it usually was at $120. They also reached out to the office and were told the same thing. Cole pressed further asking if the front office was going to further investigate this, since it seemed odd for a building increase to be happening in the middle of the year, let alone this much of an increase, and the front office told him he could research it, but that it wasn't their job, even though it literally is. Cue malicious compliance. Cole is a very thorough person. He's a data analyst. Asking and answering all the questions is what he does. And let me tell you, he's very good at it. Cole reached out to the water district and the water authority in our region multiple times via phone, email, and live chat, and every single time he was given the same answer. We would never raise water rates in the middle of the year, and it would never be by that much. Your complex is lying to you. Something isn't right. They need to investigate this further. He took all this information and compiled an email to send to the front office management, going as far as to cite the meeting minutes from the water authority in regards to their plan when it comes to water price increases over the course of the next few years. Cole also included some other concerns we've all had in regards to the complex, such as gym and pool access, 
as well as the constantly broken access gates. During my correspondence with the water district, I was informed by an employee by the name of Lisa that our rates increased in January this year, we do not raise them in the middle of the year. Given all this information above, I hope it becomes clear my concern as to the recent increase in our water rates. Cole created graphs and data sheets to completely back up his findings. This data was prepared using the ledger provided to me by the front office and can be replicated by your team for validation. Ultimately, my concern at this point is I'm hearing conflicting information from the complex as opposed to the water district and its certified documents, which I've attached for the office's convenience. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. On two occasions, I've almost been struck by vehicles entering the exit gate. I believe the reason behind this is that there are no deterrents set up to stop people entering through the exit gate. Inspection of the area shows that spikes were originally installed, but those spikes do not appear to be in place at this moment. This contradicts signage within the property that says that there is my spouse attached, had come to the front office about access to the gym amenity. I am unaware of whom Phoebe had spoken to, but they had stated that they would need to set up the appropriate account to get us access via a form of wireless locking mechanism. They had also mentioned that we should see this email in one to two days. It has roughly been three weeks. He sent off this email, BCC'd me on it, and we waited. And we waited. Eventually, Cole went back into the front office for some kind of update, and one of the front office workers informed him that he might be able to call our utilities company, UB West, for further clarification of what was going on. So he did that, and UB West confirmed that as of mid-July, they no longer have a contract with our complex. The plot thickens. Cole reached back out to the front office and was told that our new utilities contract is with a company called Conservice. So we called them, 
Con Service told us that they only started their contract with our complex on August 1st, 2023, and they had no backdated information about any of our billing. So we called UB West back to see if we could get our hands on backdated information. This is where things start to feel really, really fishy. UB West escalated our contact up to the financial manager of the contract our complex had with them, and she had some very interesting information. She told Cole and I that she had noticed the increase in the water bill and that she told the leasing office manager, she name-dropped the office manager, that something was wrong and that illegally she needed to start an investigation and she never heard back. Not long after this, their contract was termed. At this point, we're both feeling like real-life detectives. We looked into how the water bill is calculated and issued out to residents for the entire complex, and the more we looked into things the less things made sense with what the front office was telling us. The conflicting information was jarring. At this point, the front office seemed to be getting very annoyed with our persistence, and they told us that if we should take up our concerns with corporate. So we did. Cole reached out to corporate and forwarded all of the information he had to them, along with the answers he'd gotten from the last time he'd gone into the front office to try to get some answers. Sorry, I'm new and trying to figure this out, When asked about the water bill, we don't have access to this anymore. When asked about my financial reconciliation concerns, showing that I've overpaid the property more than $2,000, we have a button that calls the police and our attorney on speed dial. When I asked about a reason as to why an update wasn't yet available, have you considered that your car being stolen was a test from God? When my car was stolen from within the property, we are working on security improvements, but corporate... Whenever I ask about the gate, people hopping the gate when a tenant was shot and killed on premise, corporate reached back out to him within 24 hours and said they would be investigating this, and the district manager called Cole personally after she was able to look into everything, and I mean everything. The district manager started the conversation with a genuine apology, and she stated that the entirety of the leasing office staff had been terminated immediately. She apologized profusely about the manager having the audacity to suggest that Phoebe's car being stolen was a test from God and that that was simply unacceptable. She also reassured Cole that an appointment was made to fix the gates and have the exit spikes reinstalled within the week, and that everything else would be personally investigated by her, including the water bills for all tenants in the complex. She also stated that she had no idea that someone had been shot or that Phoebe's car had been stolen, both of which should have been reported to corporate immediately and were not by the leasing office manager. Starting in a few weeks, we should be getting a whole new front office staff sent in directly from corporate. I just hope that everybody else that is positively affected by this change because of the work Cole did is incredibly appreciative. I'm just imagining there's like one neighbor that's like upset about this just because everything's shuffling around. Everything was working fine as it was. Why do you gotta go stir up trouble? Our next story is, I'm not allowed to make decisions? Okay. I'm a civil engineer and I work in a geotechnical field. Basically, when someone wants to build a railroad, building, bridge, etc., they hire us to do an investigation of the soil and bedrock beneath the site and give them recommendations on foundation and or subgrade design. At the time, I was working for a very small engineering company and we always subcontracted out the drilling part of the investigation 
This requires a drill rig and the people to operate it, though I was there to take soil samples and write a log. My boss was notorious for being a pain in the butt to these drilling subcontractors, always making them do extra stuff for no reason. These contractors typically work on a day rate, that is, they charge X dollars per day, regardless if they work a full 8 hours or not. In boss's mind, if they weren't working for a full 8 hours, he wasn't getting his money's worth. On one of my first drilling jobs, I incurred boss's wrath for daring to let the drilling crew leave after seven and a half hours on a hot day. My boss was furious and informed me I was not to make any decisions myself in the field. I was annoyed but respected his orders. His micromanaging and stupid orders became a routine annoyance. Fast forward almost a year later and we're doing a drilling job in an athletic field that is proposed to be used as the site for a new school. I arrive and meet the drillers the first day, and as planned, we drill a 60-foot deep hole and take samples. It's important to note two things. The field was at the top of a 50-foot plus high hill, and the location of the hole, drilled vertically into the ground, was between the bases of a baseball field. Because of the first factor, the groundwater level ended up being almost 60 feet down. We check groundwater level as this can impact foundation designs. Sometimes we install monitoring as well. Really just PVC pipe with a cap and a cemented road box at the ground surface so we can come back later and record the water level. Our work scope included installing one of these wells. It's also important to note that in addition to their day rate, the drilling contractors charge us for materials and a well is charged per foot. The price is about $25 per foot. I call my boss after we finish this hole and tell him the groundwater is 60 feet down and suggest a well would be prohibitively expensive. He insists we install a 30-foot deep well that we all know will be dry, which translates to about $1,000 between the well and its road box cover. I also suggest we pick a different location, but he insists we place it right here. Remember, right here is between second and third base, and a completed well includes a road box sticking out of the ground. I realize this is dumb and may cause problems down the line, but I'm not allowed to make decisions, right? I can't overrule him, so we do what we're told. About three weeks later, we get an angry email from our client asking why there's an object between two of the bases in the baseball field. Boss couldn't get mad at me because he had told me to place it exactly there after all, so we now have to remove this road box, which is essentially a around 6-inch steel tube with a cap cemented into the ground. We don't have the tools for this. So my boss tries to strong arm the drilling contractor into removing it for free. They of course refuse and say, we just did what you told us to. Ultimately my boss, who is also owner of the company I work for, has to pay them half of a day rate, about a thousand dollars, for essentially 10 minutes of work to chisel out and remove the road box and fill in the top of the hole, plus two hours of pay and mileage for me to return to the site, shoot the crap with the contractors for a bit take a photo of the completed job, and leave. He had to eat all of this instead of billing it to our client. I wish I could say he learned something from the ordeal, but I certainly felt justified, and he was less overbearing after this happened. I now work for a much larger company that runs their own drill rigs, and we no longer have stupid stuff like this happen. Listen, I understand that sometimes, in the heat of the moment, if you have somebody that's under you that maybe doesn't have as much experience, 
If they speak up and say something that is nonsensical or irrelevant, I get that that's frustrating. But wouldn't you rather hear those concerns than shut them up altogether? Even if it does end up being irrelevant. Our next story is the one with the manager who needed to know. About 10 years ago, I was on medication that required me to drink lots of water to stay hydrated, thus frequent bathroom breaks. At the time when I had to go, I'd just make the trip and not make a fuss about it. My department manager was very controlling and said he needed to know what was going on all the time. After a couple of weeks, he informed me that he was writing me up for not informing anyone about my bathroom breaks. So cue malicious compliance, before I ever knew what it was. I made sure I walked him directly over the next couple days every time I had to go. And everyone in the store with their walkie-talkie on heard me. Hey manager, you needed to know when I'm going to the bathroom. I'm gonna go potty now, thanks for asking about it. Hey manager, I'm taking a pee right now. Should it hurt when I pee? Hey manager, I need to do number one and number two. Hope it all comes out okay. A few minutes later, flush. Looks good, I'm back on the floor. He calls for me as I'm urinating. Hey manager, you were looking for me? I'm in the bathroom. Be with you in a sec, I gotta use both hands now. Store managers and HR stepped in at that point and said I didn't need to go the TMI route. I responded wide-eyed and as innocently as I could. I don't want to get in trouble. Manager told me he absolutely needs to know about my bathroom breaks. I was merely doing what I was directed. They said they'd take care of it and I was specifically asked to never call out bathroom breaks again. My coworkers were laughing about this for weeks. I love that you can probably tell the HR guy who was dealing with this case has to hear what OP's saying, and although they probably can detect it's total BS, they just have to be like, okay, we'll deal with it, please, stop. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.